Hello, and welcome to the Wise Athletes Podcast. Today, I have a short bonus episode with Gavin Coombs, the founder and race director for the Ned Gravel Race and Ride to be held in Nederland, Colorado this July 31st. I thought you would be interested in hearing a bit about this new event that promises to be so much fun in the mountains above the Denver metro area. Listen in as Gavin and I talk about why he and his team put Ned Gravel together and how they are working hard to make the event super fun as well as hard enough to suit a variety of skill levels and desires for suffering. Gavin explains how they are working closely with the city of Nederland to make the event as fun as possible for riders and volunteers while ensuring the impact on Nederland is positive in multiple ways. Let's talk to Gavin. Today I'm joined by Gavin Coombs, the founder and race director of Ned Gravel, a new gravel race in Nederland, Colorado, and the foothills above Boulder, Colorado. Welcome, Gavin. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Hey, well, I appreciate you making some time. I know that with your race coming up, you must be really busy. I've just got some basic questions for you just so we can help people who have been hearing about it and maybe they've even signed up already. Just know a little more about this brand new, exciting race that is so close to town. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we're really excited about it. A lot of good stuff's happening around it for sure. Great. Well, so let's start with who are the people who are putting on this event and if that's more than just you, and why did you or they decide to do it? Yeah, so it really started as kind of just a crazy idea that I had. We, well, before it was just I have lived up in Netherlands for a few years now and love the access to trails and the hiking and the, the running and biking and all that stuff. And so over the last, uh, kind of through 2020, I got more into cycling from kind of moving from like trail and ultra running along with millions of other people, um, you know, all over the country really, um, sure. really started picking up cycling a lot more. And I'd been wanting to put on uh, some kind of event up here just because it's, it's such a wonderful place to, to be. And so um, as I got more and more into cycling and was exploring these roads more and more, you know, I just kind of had the idea, like, let's just put on a gravel race. You know, there's no races up here right now. Yeah. Uh, a couple road races come through a little bit, but nothing uh, on the gravel side, no mountain bike races, anything, anything like that. And so I reached out to a couple friends of mine. You know, one of my good buddies is Aaron Bible, who lives up here and is a big cyclist as well. And yeah. so we just kind of got to, to brainstorming. He owns a, a media agency called Formidable Media. And so him and his business partner, Scott Kyer, who kind of came on board and we just started taking off from there. And we have a really great group of people around us now from professional athletes and you know experienced business professionals kind of all helping to, to craft a really successful, fun, dynamic, exciting event. Great. Well, I, I have to admit that I was just, you know, in the last few months thinking somebody ought to do a gravel ride up in the Netherlands area. There's so much good terrain up there. And then I saw the announcement. I was like, holy cow, that's great. Well, that's awesome. Let me ask you for your opinion on this. I mean, gravel was really becoming the thing. Why do you think so? Why is gravel so popular nowadays? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think a lot of people are kind of asking that, but I think the the really basic answer to that is it's just a more approachable way of cycling. Yeah, I've made uh, connections to my previous life. My, I was a professional trail and ultra runner and was drawn to that discipline specifically 
from the roads and from like running road marathons and track and stuff for years because of the community. The trail and ultra running community is super welcoming and it's fun and it's laid back and it's you know certainly still competitive, but has just this, a different vibe to it. And gravel cycling has that same feel. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a more welcoming and just fun environment. You can, you know, show up to a ride or a race and there are going to be certainly people who are taking it super seriously and are there to race. And but there's going to be people in Hawaiian shirts and cut off jeans. And it's just, it's just a fun event. And so I think that just draws a lot more people in. It, it feels safer to a degree because you're kind of usually away from cars more. Yeah. You know, it's not quite as fast. It's, you know, the bikes are more comfortable. They feel a little safer. They're not so, you know, lightweight with the super skinny tires like most road bikes are. And, yeah. But it doesn't have like the danger aspect that like mountain biking has and, you know, kind of that extreme kind of thing. So it's, it, I feel like it's just that happy medium that's attracted a lot of people. Great. I love it. And I, and I had, for some of those reasons, had decided a year ago that I was going to start doing a lot more gravel riding. The whole COVID thing kind of got me off track, but you know, I had signed up for a number of the popular races and gotten in, luckily, and but then didn't get to do them. So yeah, that's great. I think that you're right on the right on the money there. And one of the things that has surprised me about this is you see in that market, that gravel riding market, that there's bigger companies kind of getting into the game and kind of gobbling up some of these longstanding races and being like a set of races that they do. But you're a small company and new, and maybe you're more nimble and maybe you do more with the community. I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think a small event run by a local team is going to do a better job for the community, for the riders? Yeah. So I, I guess I would hesitate to say better. Definitely different, I think. So there are obviously some really big players that have gotten into the gravel scene over the last couple of years. Yeah, There's outside PR has uh, an event arm that does several gravel races. There's Lifetime Fitness who does a, a ton of gravel races. And, and so there are some big companies and we never, we will never be the size of like Unbound Gravel or you know, a steamboat gravel, you know, any of these races with like 3,000 plus riders, we're never going to be that size. And one reason is because we're just limited in Netherland. We're uh, pretty limited on just the number of riders that we could have. But there's also, we never want to be that big. You know, we want to put on a really high level professional feeling event, but we still want to have that local kind of like grassroots sort of feel. So we'll never be super big. You know, we're happy to have conversations with any sponsors that want to that want to talk to us, but we certainly have, you know, sort of our guiding principles that are more important to us than you know a company that wants to come in and just write some checks. Yeah, you know, so we'll be we're able to be, like you said, a little bit more nimble on partnerships that we have. You know, just things and events that we're able to do. You know, we want to continue to grow. We want to be successful. We want to make money and and put on more events and all of that stuff, like everybody does. Yeah, but but we want to do it with sort of a hometown feel and not with a big corporate feel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good answer. Can you elaborate a little bit for me? Because I really just don't have any idea about how your event is good for the local community. I mean, I, of course, bringing people into town and they spend money there—that's good for the local economy, at least. But what else? What do you think? 
Yeah, so certainly there's that side of it of our of our economic impact in the community, and and certainly we feel like that's a a big plus to kind of being to featuring it in a small town like this. You know, it's not to say that there's not going to be some disturbances to everyday life. You know, we're bringing in you know several hundred people, you know, over just a handful of hours, and so you know the streets are going to be crowded and and all that. But you know, we are focusing a lot on the economic impact and and continuing to as we continue to grow our event. The majority of our participants are coming from the Boulder, Denver metro area, and so there's not a lot of hotels in town and stuff. So there's there's issues along that, but I think really it's just creating a larger sense of community. You know, we're working very closely with the town and the mayor to just make sure that that they're really happy with the event, that they feel like it's a benefit to the community. We want to leave town in in better shape after the event than it was before, and so. A big part of that is because we live here. Sure. You know, I live a half mile from the start line. You know, the course goes literally right in front of my house. Nice. So we we care about the area that we are here. And we're not we're not some outside company coming in because we feel like we could make a lot of money having an event here. We feel like it's just gonna be beneficial. People are gonna see a side of Netherland and Rollinsville and Gilpin and, and the other all the other towns that it goes through that they don't they wouldn't typically see. And so, you know, I think that exposing people to the environment and the community that, that we're in can only be good, I think, because people can learn to care about it. They want to, the more experience they have in the, you know, the, the more remote areas, the more they want to help take care of them and be good stewards of the land. And, and so, you know, I think there's, there's certainly a component of, of all of that in there. Excellent. I've read that, and I guess this is one of the principles that uh, you referred to earlier that you are trying to be inclusive. Can you talk about that? What does that mean in this context? Yeah, so we started this race for a couple of reasons. One of them, I think I already mentioned, like just wanting to expose more people to the area and just it's just an incredible place to ride. So it just makes a lot of sense. But then secondly, we feel like cycling has not always been the most inclusive, welcoming, warm sort of environment. That's a shame. And we feel like gravel is a way to change that. So from the very beginning, we wanted to be as inclusive as we possibly can be. If it's some of our marketing materials say like, you know, we want to be the most inclusive gravel race in the world. And that's just an important principle for us because we believe that the more people riding bikes, the more people that are able to, that, you know, we're able to break down those barriers, the better, the better for the sport, the better for society as a whole, better for them, you know, as individuals. And so we're trying to do as much as we can. We're still continuing to learn. We're trying to continue to grow. We have a lot of great people around us who are advising and and helping us, you know, just do and say the, the right things, you know, so we've done things like open up registration. Our first week of registration was open just for uh, women and athletes of color. And, you know, that was great. We had a really good feedback from that. There certainly was some hate mail generated. Some people were not happy that they couldn't register the day of the first day of registration. So we got some angry emails and some some angry Facebook comments and whatnot. But generally speaking, it was really well received. We just want to be a welcoming uh, welcoming environment for people. We just feel like that's really important to us. Sure. You know, we feel like even the town of Netherland, 
you know, was always been just a sort of a, a town of misfits and, you know, just people who couldn't find a home somewhere else found a home in Netherlands. And we just feel like that's a principle that we really wanted to continue to express. Great. So let's shift gears. This has a, been a new experience for you. I assume you haven't ever put on a race before, have you? This is certainly the biggest one I've done. Previously, back in North Carolina, I ran a nonprofit for a handful of years, yeah. and we did some some small events, some very small events compared comparatively. Uh, so, but this is by far the the largest event I've done. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I just was wondering if the process has been what you expected, and did you have any fun stories to share just yet? Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's generally speaking. Yes, I feel like I had a pretty good understanding of of sort of the race directing, race planning side, but it's certainly a, a lot of work. I mean, it's it's pretty much a full time job, sure. um, you know, even with just just this one event. And so I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we have several events. It's actually been really great connecting with so many different people. You know, we felt like we were from the very beginning, from our first, you know, just kind of hanging out and trying to brainstorm this event. We we had some high hopes, but I think the biggest or my most positive takeaway from the last, it's been about a year now we've been planning it, you know, is, is really it's been, people have been surprisingly encouraging and welcoming. And, you know, it's really been, a, I feel like generally speaking, a really positive experience. You know, we've certainly had some ups and downs and but generally speaking, it's been actually a really positive experience for sure. Awesome. And so are you taking volunteers? I mean, would I'm assuming you are. I mean, would that be fun for people to volunteer? I, I hope so. We're trying to make it as, you know, as fun of an event for everybody. And so I think, so certainly, yes, we are uh, looking for volunteers. And we're actually really about to start really pushing that aspect of, of the race and trying to recruit a lot of volunteers. because. Volunteers are really what makes the race. We can, you know, have all the great, you know, a great course and great sponsors and and all this fun stuff. But like, if there are no aid stations or if like registration takes hours, like if all of this stuff, if like things are super unorganized, then it's a terrible event. And those things only happen really well because of really great volunteers. And so, yeah, I mean, I think we are certainly, like I said, looking for volunteers. I think it, we're trying to make it fun if, you know, for like our aid station volunteers, you know, we're certainly going to encourage them to, you know, be playing fun music and like come up with a theme for your aid station and, you know, just have fun with it. And I mean, certainly some stuff's not like super exciting, like handing out race numbers and stuff, sitting at a table, like that's not super exciting, but it's a really important part of creating a, a great event. And Sure. You know, we're certainly going to hopefully take care of our volunteers really well. And, and we do really value their time and their effort for sure. Excellent. Is there anything I haven't asked you about that you think people would want to know? I guess we haven't talked too much about like the actual courses. Yeah. Tell me about them. Yeah. So I'll just real briefly, we have three course offerings based on wherever you are as a cyclist. So we have our, our hardest and longest course. It's called the Tungsten course. It's 66 miles, has about 8,000 feet of climbing. It goes through some really incredible, really beautiful places in route in like Gilpin County on the top of uh, it's called Mammoth Gulch. It gets like almost about ten thousand three hundred feet, and so you're pretty high up there. You go through an old ghost town, like it's just a really incredible course, and it's challenging, but it's it's not like ridiculously hard. It's, it's certainly going to be a challenge for most people. 
And then we do have a gold, we call it our gold course. It's sort of our middle distance. It's about 41 miles and shares the same great parts of the tungsten course getting up to, it goes up to about 10,300 feet, but then is a little bit more road oriented from there out. And so it's a, for people who aren't super comfortable on gravel or like a, maybe a faster race, that's a good course. And then we're, we're really, really excited about our, our silver course. And that's our really beginner friendly course. It's 19 miles. It's challenging at with about 2,200 feet of climbing, but it's super, super approachable. So there's like no technical sections. It's about 50-50 paved road to gravel road and has been, we've just had a lot of feedback from from participants who are signing up that like this is going to be their first gravel race and they're like super excited about having a course that they feel like is approachable and doable. You know, it's still definitely going to be a challenge, but I think people appreciate having a challenge. You know, you can't ride up in the mountains and have an easy ride. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have a really great event. Well, it sounds very exciting. I'm hoping to do it myself. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else, Gavin? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, hey, thanks for taking some time. I think that this will be very interesting to a lot of people. And so you said that there is still more space available and people go to your website and they can sign up there. What is that website? Ned Gravel, N-E-D-G-R-A-V-E-L.com. And yeah, the link to the registration sites on our website, there is still more space. It's you know, slowly but surely filling up. We're about 80% or so full, uh, So, but there's still definitely some spots available. So, All right. Well, people shouldn't wait too long. They might miss out. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Appreciate it, Kevin. Have a great one. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Joe. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in to my discussion about Ned Gravel with Gavin Coombs. It sounds like a super fun event, no matter what your skill level. Be sure to check out the show notes for more details and the Ned Gravel website. And if you head over to wiseathletes.com, you can send us a question to address on the podcast, see all of our episodes, subscribe to our podcast, and you can sign up for our newsletter. If you are on social media and enjoyed this episode, please post about it. That would be a great help. Thanks again.